Hi, welcome to In Cahoots with Kelly and Savannah. I'm Kelly. And I'm Savannah. Are you interested in learning about conspiracy theories, but you're way too lazy to research them yourself? So are we, but we're very generous and we're here to do the work for you. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy listening to everything from JFK's assassination to Demi Lovato's twin sister who's trapped in a basement. too <laughs> okay hi hello um this is in cahoots with kelly and savannah i'm savannah oh no wait i'm kelly oh you're stupid <laughs> i'm savannah and uh sadly we are miles apart mm, i wouldn't say sadly all right anyway <laughs> this week <laughs> We're covering, um, I'm, I'm just gonna like, I'm just gonna be honest, it's not that interesting, but we're gonna do our best to, uh, to make it interesting, you know? Honestly, I uh, found the history of it more interesting than, like, the conspiracy theory of it, so. Now, honestly, the conspiracy theory is, like, kind of convincing. That we shouldn't put fluoride in water? Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not convinced, but, like. Before I did in-depth research, I was like, hmm, should we be putting fluoride in water? Yeah, I I think, like, when I first started researching it, I didn't realize that there is fluoride in our water. I thought it was, like... learn something new every day. I I thought it was the conspiracy that... Yeah, I thought it was the conspiracy that fluoride is in our water, (laughs) but, like... But fluoride is actually in our water. Yeah. The conspiracy is more if it's making us dumb. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we should edit that out so people don't think I'm completely uh, <laughs> stupid. No, it's fine. I'm sure a lot of people. I, I, I mean, like, I feel like I knew that there was fluoride in our water, but I just never, like, fully comprehended it. You know, I like, I didn't even know what it was. Like, it seems weird to put an element like that in our drinking water. But, but we'll get fall out to without it. <laughs> yeah, kidding. we'll get to how they regulate and all that stuff. Okay, cool, Kelly, why don't you? Well, actually, well, at first, we'll say where we got our. In-depth research. Um, Side note, we should play My Shiny Teeth and Me at the (gasps) end of this episode. You're so right. I will edit that in later. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Okay, um, Savannah, our sources are? Uh, They are the National Institute of Dental and Craniofacial Research, Healthline.com, ilikemyteeth.org. Don't really know how legit that is. It's a .org, so. It's a .org, so we can believe anything that's on there. And Mm -hmm. um, an NBC News article. Science says fluoride water. Good kids, so why are these? That's not what it's called, but that's what the (laughs) book says. So embarrassing. It's uh, actually not in English, apparently. Um, Anyway, Kelly, take it away. Okay, so the history of fluoride research began in 1901 when Frederick McKay, who was a dental grad student, left the East Coast to open a practice in Colorado Springs. Um, When he got there, he was surprised by how gross and brown the teeth were of all the Colorado natives, Um, which we just went to Colorado, and I had to say their teeth were not gross to me, so. Well, that's because it's not 1901. (laughs) Yeah, just wanted to say that all the Colorado people have really seen themselves. This is not an anti-Colorado podcast. I'm very, I'm personally very pro-Colorado. I know it's controversial, but I am. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'd like to take a stand and for what I believe in. I, I believe in Colorado. <laughs> it does exist and I support its existence. <laughs> yes. Okay. So um, some of the teeth were the color of chocolate candy, which mm, like, yummy. that's nasty. Okay. That's wild. So local residents blamed this problem on many things such as eating too much pork, <sighs> consuming inferior milk, and drinking calcium rich water. Um, McKay researched this uh, situation and he got other local practitioners to research the problem as well. And this issue became known as Colorado Brown Stain, which was also Savannah's like- nickname in high school. <laughs> it sounds like the entire town just shit their pants constantly. Like, that is such a terrible name. Right? I mean, it's accurate, I guess, but I don't know. They if could I have done to- something Tooth better. should be in the name. Yeah, Colorado Tooth Crisis or something. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So funny. <laughs> um, McKay's first big break came in 1909 when he teamed up with um, renowned dental researcher Dr. G.V. Black. And I didn't a- know dental researchers could be renowned. <laughs> Who's your favorite dental researcher, Kelly? You have my favorite dental researcher is my dentist who I've been going to since I was a wee baby. <gasps> Mine is my dentist. Um. Well, he like works at my dentist practice and I just get a different dentist every time. But this one is super hot. Oh my gosh. Last one time I went to the eye doctor and I had a new like eye doctor because I usually go to the same one, but it was the same office. He just was a new one there. I don't know. doesn't matter. He was super (laughs) cute. And I like told my cousin about him and she was like, oh yeah, like that was my neighbor growing up. I was like, can you hook a sister up? Kelly, how long ago was this? Like last week, <laughs> I was dating Geo still. Really, what a player! I'm just kidding. I would never leave him. Except but he was for this. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should just like scratch my cornea on purpose. Yeah, so I, I can, can tell you no to meet a man. Nice. Is it in Jacksonville? Yeah, it was in Jacksonville. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Text me the info later. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. His big break with Dr. G.V. Black, um, he who he agreed to come to Calif- uh, California, to Colorado to research the issue. Um, so when he came to Colorado Springs, he conducted a study that showed almost 90% of the city's um, locally born children had signs of the brown stains. Um, Black investigated this for six years until his death in 1915. And during that period of research, he and McKay made two crucial discoveries. Okay, so first they discovered that the mottled enamel, which is the fancy medical term for the brown teeth, Mm -hmm. um, resulted from developmental imperfections in the children's teeth. So that meant that the city's residents whose permanent teeth had calcified without developing the stains did not risk having their teeth turn brown but young children waiting for their adult teeth to come in were at high risk. Mm. And secondly, they find they found that teeth afflicted by Colorado brown stain were surprisingly and inexplicably resistant to decay. Whoa, that's weird. Yeah, because of the fluoride. Okay. Wait, no, they um, didn't have fluoride yet. Yes, they did. That was when they just, this is, this is, 
when they discovered that. Oh, they had already put it in the water? Or the study was that they, they gave the brown stained people fluoride and that... No, no, no. So the reason... We'll, we'll get to it. But the okay. reason that their teeth turned brown because there was a really high amount of fluoride in the water. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so this theory was called the water causation theory aka fluoride and water theory which really caught on in 1932 so mckay decided to hike across the rocky mountains to idaho where his parents were um and he had noticed a um the the brown stains were also on the children's teeth in his parents hometown in oakley idaho um the parents told McKay that the stains began appearing shortly after Oakley constructed a communal water pipeline to warm spring to a warm spring that was five miles away. And so McKay analyzed the water but found nothing suspicious in it. Um, even though he found nothing suspicious, he advised the town leaders to abandon the pipeline and use another spring nearby as a water resource, which they did. And in a few years, the young children of Oakley were sprouting healthy secondary teeth without any of the motting modeling which is the brown stain yeah I don't know why that's so hard to say (laughs) um so he knew that it was the water that was causing the issue but he had no idea why Mm. it was causing the issue okay so eventually McKay and another guy named Dr. Grover Kempf um who worked for the United States Public Health Service they traveled to Bauxite Arkansas to investigate reports of um, the familiar brown stains in the city. So the, they realized that the enamel disorder was prevalent among children of bauxite, but not, but it, this brown stain did not exist in the town that was only five miles away. Weird. Yeah. So McKay analyzed the water supply. Um, again, the analysis proved no clues, but the researcher's work was not done in vain um, because McKay and Kemp published a report of their findings um, that reached a guy named H.V. Churchill, who was the chemist. And Churchill decided to conduct his own test of the water and bauxite, but this time he used photospectrographic analysis, which was more sophisticated um, technology than what McKay was using. Mm. So after several days, um, the results came back that the water had high levels of fluoride. Mm. After this discovery, a new um, slew of investigations about fluoride started. So a guy named Dr. H. Trendley Dean, who was the head of the dental hygiene unit at the National Institute of Health, discovered that fluoride levels up to one ppm, which is parts per million, and drinking water did not cause the enamel fluorosis in most people and only mild enamel fluorosis in a small percentage of people. Um, This discovery led Dean wondering whether adding fluoride to the drinking water um, at a physically and chemically safe level would help fight tooth decay. So remember these, the people with the brown teeth, their teeth didn't decay at all. And that was because of the fluoride. Cool. So adding fluoride to water at a safe level will help not fight tooth decay basically. Yeah. Um, so Dean eventually got to test out his theory in 1945 when Grand Rapids, Michigan, became the first city in the world to fluoridate, fluoridate, fluoridize, Flor- <laughs> fluoridate, <laughs> to, Floridalicious. To, put, <laughs> to put fluoride in its drinking water. Um, after 11 years, the decay rate among Grand Rapids children born after this experiment um, 
dropped more than 60%. So their teeth were decaying um, mm-hmm. at a, were not decaying basically. Okay. Um, this finding amounted to a giant scientific breakthrough that promised to revolutionize dental care, making tooth decay for the first time in history, a very preventable disease for most people. Mm-hmm. Um, so a point of contention about this study was, though, about this study is that this study was conducted without the town's consent, which is not verified. Not great. <laughs> well, also, either. I read that in an NBC article, but I really couldn't find it anywhere else. So take it with a grain of salt. I mean, the town knew about it, but I guess I think I think it just means like a lot of the people in the town were pissed about it and did not approve. Maybe it was like not a popular vote thing it was just like the government they just, decided exactly yeah i mean like got... a lot of people don't think we should have fluoride in our water and yeah. we still have it in our water so yeah they probably got a lot of money to be a part of like the study um, so do we know when when fluoride when the government started putting fluoride like widespread in our water um so in 1945 was when this study was conducted and that said about 11 years later when they got most of the results in. So I would probably say around the 60s yeah. would be when it all started. More widespread. Uh, yeah. And so in 2011, the federal health officials recommend that um, the fluoride in water should only be point or 0.7 parts per million. Yeah, I so think it was a little bit higher, level. but they lowered it re- semi-recently. <laughs> right. Not that recently, that was 10 years ago. That's right. Fine. So right. anyway, that's the background. So it's all... It all started with these nasty ass teeth. Nice. Yep. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I don't even know what well, I didn't know what fluoride even is. So I'm going to tell you it's a mineral in your bones and teeth. So you're putting your teeth back into your teeth. <laughs> um, it's also found naturally in water, soil, plants, rocks, air, among other things. A fluoride is used in dentistry to strengthen enamel obviously which is the outer layer of your teeth and it also helps to prevent cavities uh you can find it at your local water supply and in many over-the-counter products just like it's in your toothpaste it's in your mouthwash um so combining fluoride fluoridated water and toothpaste will prevent tooth decay um the benefits of water fluoridation build on those from fluoride and toothpaste so um fluoride toothpaste isn't necessarily enough fluoride to prevent decay which is why pediatricians and dentists often prescribe like fluoride tablets to children living in non-fluoridated areas interesting Um, yeah it's beneficial to teeth because it helps to rebuild aka remineralize weaken tooth enamel slow down the loss of minerals from tooth enamel it's kind of the same exact thing Um, (laughs) reverse early signs of tooth decay prevent the growth of harmful harmful oral bacteria Um, It's also used in medical imaging scans, such as PET scans, as a cleaning agent and in pesticides. Um, Much of the fluoride used to fluoridate water is extracted from phosphate rock, and so is uh, phosphoric acid, which is an ingredient in Coca-Cola and Pepsi. I'm assuming when you wrote Coke, it's not like cocaine. (laughs) No, it's cocaine. It's cocaine. (laughs) 
why I feel so perky all the time. Um, after fluoride is extracted from phosphate rock, much of that rock is later used to create fertilizers that will enrich soil. And opponents use this message a lot, but that's probably because they want to create the false impression that like fluoride comes from fertilizer. But it's really just like a natural, uh, naturally occurring element that happens mm-hmm. to be in both. Um, some people claim that fluoridated water causes a variety of health issues, including a low IQ in children, bone cancer, arthritis, kidney disease, among other things, which is where some of our conspiracy theories come in. Yep. Okay. So one of the conspiracy theories we're going to talk about is communism. (laughs) My favorite conspiracy theory. Communism is not real. That's a conspiracy. (laughs) Tell that to China. Okay. So during the 50s and 60s, conspiracy theorists claimed that fluoridation was a communist plot to undermine American public health. In the 50s and 60s, what wasn't a communist plot to undermine America? Um, Yeah, so this was obviously during the Cold War, like everyone was scared of Russia and communists. Okay, so during the second Red Scare, activists on the far right of American politics routinely asserted that fluoride in water was part of the far-reaching plot to impose a socialist or communist regime and that another aspect of president truman's drive to socialize medicine good old truman yeah many of these fluoride opposers and also opposed mass vaccination and health mental health services Who needs and, them? right so they thought that florida and water was somehow going to make people communist yeah, it was like a kind of mind control thing, or that it would like weaken the health of Americans to like, you oh, know, okay, and then it'd be it. easier to control. Okay, makes sense. Okay, well, not really, but <laughs> perfect sense. I'm yeah. convinced. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, um, Dr. Charles Bett was a prominent anti fluoridationist. <laughs> sick of these terms, <laughs> right? Uh, also, it that says. Fluoridationist. Ooh, embarrassing. Uh, side note, you learned that there's fluoride in water. I learned how to spell fluoride. I would definitely think the O comes before the U. Yeah, I think I thought it was flower-eyed, but it's not. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so this Dr. Charles Bett claimed that fluoridation was, quote, better than using the atomic bomb because the atomic bomb has to be made and transported to the place it is to be set off while well, poisonous fluoride has been placed right into the water main whenever communists desire, end quote. That was a lot to unpack there, Charles. Basically, he's saying that this is that putting fluoride in water is better than the atomic bomb. Um, <laughs> this controversy has a direct impact on local programmings in the 1950s and 60s where ref- referendums? Referendums. Referendums on introducing fluoridization were defeated in over a thousand Florida communities. It was not until as late as the 90s that fluoridation, that fluoridated water was consumed by the majority of the population in the U.S. So it was later than we thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The communist conspiracy theory lost steam by the mid-60s, becoming associated um, in the public mind with irrational fear and paranoia. Yeah. So since the Red Scare and the uh, Cold War communism fear and paranoia, there have been a lot of more recent opposition 
to uh, fluoride in water. So U.S. opponents of fluoridation were heartened by a 2006 National Research Council report about hazards of water naturally fluoridated uh, to high levels. The report recommended lowering the U.S. maximum limit of four milligrams per liter to, no, wait. Uh, see, this is, uses a different measurement than what it was before, so I really don't know yeah. how much less that is, but they, it's, but, and there have been a lot of case, like, a lot of studies on fluoride, but the, the main criticism from dental experts is that they were not properly researched, or there's just errors in them. Mm-hmm. Um, so fluoridation has been the subject of many court cases where an activist have sued multiple municipalities asserting that their rights to consent to medical treatment and due process are infringed by mandatory water fluoridation. And like, they're not wrong, I guess. I mean, it's, it's just interesting that it's just automatically in all of our water and you have to consume it. Right. Um, it just seems like such a minor thing, like who cares, Mm -hmm. but, um, so individuals have sued municipalities for a number of illnesses that they believe were caused by fluoridation of the city's water supply. And in most of these cases, the courts have held in favor of cities, finding no or only tenuous connection between health problems and widespread water fluoridation. To date, no federal appellate court or state court of the la- of last resort, aka like state Supreme Court, has found water fluoridation to be unlawful. Um, and so the next part I just took from that NBC article um, I'm just going to basically directly quote from it. So anti-fluoridationists are a small but vocal minority. And um, they are continually, even to this day, disputing long-established science to say that fluoride added to tap water lowers IQ and causes everything from acne to anemia to Alzheimer's. Dang, that's where my acne comes from. Mm -hmm. I thought it was hormonal. I'm just going to stop drinking water altogether and exclusively drink coffee and soda. Perfect. That will yeah. help your acne and your skin so yes. much. Uh-huh. And alcohol for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So only these, alcohol. Only alcohol. Um, so these anti-fluoride believers are active online, but also at the polls. So in the past five years, 74 cities have voted to remove fluoride from their drinking water, according to the American Dental Association. This year, and this is uh, not this year, this is uh, 2018, I think, there have been 13 votes around the country on fluoridation, and at least three more cities have fluoride referendums on the ballot in November. Um, Proposed bans in Brooksville, Florida. I don't know where that is. I don't know where that is either. Uh, Houston, Missouri, and a vote on bringing fluoridated water back in Springfield, Ohio. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, The anti-fluoridationists, though, say it's the fluoride supporters who are harming the public's health. Some argue that the government uses fluoride as a form of mind control. Others believe it's designed Mm -hmm. to boost the sugar lobby by enabling people to eat more sweets without getting cavities. And still Mm -hmm. others believe that health officials are afraid to reverse course on fluoride after promoting it for decades. Which, like, that would be a bad look. Yeah. Also, the sugar thing makes sense because, yeah, I mean... Telling people, hey, this is not going to make your teeth decay. They don't have to, like, worry about sweets or anything. That's true. Yeah. Excuse me. So they spread the word on Facebook groups like that of the New York State Coalition Opposed to Fluoridation, which blames fluoride for problems including thyroid damage and was slammed in 2012 for falsely claiming that the federal government, quote, recommends avoiding fluoridated water when making infant formula. Um, even though the CDC says it's fine to use fluoridated tap water for formula, though the agency notes it may cause mild spotting on baby's teeth so parents can use low fluoride bottled water some of the time instead. Reddit users claim fluoride kills gut bacteria, and on Twitter, fluoride is regularly called a cancer-causing neurotoxin. 
Um, can we join the New York State Coalition Opposed to Fluoridation Facebook group? For what purpose, Kelly? To infiltrate? Yeah, to infiltrate. Oh, okay, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe we could have one of those, one of them on our podcast and we could ask them. Oh my them. gosh. Can you imagine like how awkward that would be to have an actual person who believes in one of these conspiracies on the podcast? Yeah. Like that, what was that one podcast you recommended to me where they interviewed the guy? It was basically like, you're crazy. And then, and oh, then yeah, the police yeah. conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. That. In the interview, he was like, you told me it wasn't going to be like this. And, and they weren't really mean. They were just like questioning him. And he was like, this is, no, I don't like this. You make yeah. me sound dumb. And I'm like, sir, you're doing that yourself. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway, yes, we can. So the anti-fluoride movement has also made headway offline. In June, the Texas Republican Party opposed water fluoridation in its 2018 platform. Dang, that's pretty widespread. In New Jersey, mm-hmm. where more than 80% of residents do not have fluoridated water, interesting, the town of East Brunswick stopped fluoridating three years ago after Mayor David Stahl called it, quote, mass medication of the public a familiar refrain on anti-fluoridation forums. In Brooksville, Florida, a city of 8,000, about an hour north of Tampa, that answers our question. Oh, there we go. (laughs) Mayor (laughs) Betty Earnhardt has said um, for years that fluoride is a toxin and a waste of taxpayer money. Next month, this is not next month, this is in 2018, at her urging, Brooksville will vote on removing it. I guess I didn't think about it being taxpayer money because you probably have to pay to put it in there. That is true. Yep. Interesting. So, um, one of the biggest, uh, websites I found that is anti-fluoride in water is the Fluoride Action Network, AKA FAN, (laughs) and it's dedicated to protecting public health by ending water fluoridation and other involuntary exposures to fluoride. That's directly from their website. So FAN is committed to the principles of environmental justice and is drawing special attention to subpopulations, which are disproportionately harmed by fluoride, including low-income populations and communities of color. Uh, so there, so here, I'm just going to list a couple of things on their website that are convincingly anti-fluoridation. Uh, but then I also found some facts that dispute that. So I'll just go through. So Mm -hmm. fan says, although the U S centers for disease control hails water fluoridation as one of the top 10 public health achievements of the 20th century, most of the Western world, including the vast majority of Western Europe does not fluoridate its water supply. And at first I was like, yeah, that's why British people's teeth are so bad. <laughs> but I found uh, on another website that salt fluoridation is the most widely used approach in Europe, which I did not know that you could put fluoride in salt or that it was even naturally curling in salt. In fact, at least 70 million Europeans consume fluoridated salt rather than water. And this method of fluoridation reaches most of the population in Germany and Switzerland. These two countries have among the lowest rates of tooth decay in all of Europe. So boom, roasted. Uh, and also technical challenges are a major reason why fluoridated water is not widespread in Europe. In France and Switzerland, water fluoridation is logistically difficult because of the terrain and because there are tens of thousands of separate sources for drinking water. And that's why, yes, Western Europe relies more on salt fluoridation, fluoride rinse programs, and other means to get fluoride to the public. Uh, sense, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, so something else that the Fluoride Action Network says is that over 95% of toothpaste now contain fluoride and the FDA now requires a poison warning on all fluoride toothpaste sold in the U.S. 
Um, but according to ilikemyteeth.org, the warning <laughs> label on toothpaste reflects the fact that it contains a higher concentration, roughly a thousand times as much fluoride per milligram than fluoridated water. Fluoride toothpaste is recommended for babies and toddlers by the American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Association, Association of Pediatric Dentistry, and the American Dental Association. So it's obviously safe for young children and babies. Mm -hmm. The only risk to children of too much fluoride is dental fluorosis, which does not harm the teeth or a child's health. That is why it's important to follow the guidelines on the proper amount of toothpaste to use to supervise children when brushing and to teach them to spit, but not to swallow. Um, Side note, do you have to like brush your baby's teeth? Yes. I've never thought about that. You have to brush your baby's tooth because they come in so slowly. I guess you're right. I guess I never thought about like having to brush your child's teeth. Yeah, you're gonna gonna do a lot of things for your child. All right. Okay. Last point. (laughs) So Fan says, as of February 2021, a total of 76 studies have investigated the relationship between fluoride and human intelligence. Of these investigations, (laughs) 68 have found that elevated fluoride exposure is associated with reduced IQ in humans. While over 60 animal studies have found that fluoride exposure impairs the learning and or memory capacity of animals. The human studies, which are based on IQ examinations of 25,190 children over the 66 studies and 245 adults over two studies, provide compelling evidence that fluoride exposure during the early years of life can damage a child's developing brain. Um, So, seems convincing. Also, those poor animals... They didn't ask to get exposed to fluoride. But their teeth look so good. (laughs) Do you have to brush your dog's teeth? Do you brush Jojo's teeth? I have brushed her teeth once. They say you're supposed to do it every day. And I'm like, that's not happening. I don't even brush my own teeth every day. Are you serious? Yes, of course I'm joking. Um, I'm not serious. Kelly doesn't floss. Kelly does not floss. She doesn't floss. And uh, I'm just putting it out there. (laughs) I floss sometimes. Like how often? I don't know. How often do you tell your dentist? Every day. And they're like, bitch, no, I I can tell. I don't know that many people that floss like on a regular basis. I floss every day. And you know how good it feels to get that gunk out of between my teeth? Well, I just don't have gunk between my teeth. Like if you eat like a steak or pulled pork or if you eat popcorn, don't you just feel it in your teeth? Like, if I feel something in my teeth, I, like, floss. But sometimes you don't feel something in your teeth, and then you get a big hunk of food out, and you're like, damn, that would have been in there for weeks if I didn't okay, floss. Okay, I guarantee you that most people don't floss every day like you. Like, I've never met someone who flosses on a regular basis. Wow. Many people I'm that so floss special. on a regular basis. <laughs> I've met a few people. I mean, sometimes, like, I don't on the weekends, you know? Like, go a little crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're insane. Okay. I just want to make my dentist proud, okay? All right. So the uh, according to I like my teeth.org, the foreign studies that anti-fluoride activists cite to claim that fluoride is linked to lower IQ scores in children involve fluoride levels that were at least double or triple the level used to fluoridate drinking water in the US. And British re- British researchers who evaluated these studies from China and other countries found basic errors. These researchers pointed out that the lower IQs could be traced to other factors such as arsenic exposure, the burning of high fluoride coal inside homes, and the eating of contaminated grain. All this, all this to say, sounds like we're fine. <laughs> 
Yeah, I just I wonder though, like obviously the last point where there was basic errors in the study, but um, if we continually like drink fluoride at even the low levels, that mm-hmm. would eventually add up to a lot of fluoride. So yeah, but you also it flushes through your system constantly. Yeah, that's also true. Okay, so I looked up the cities. Um, so here's looked up cities that don't have fluor- fluoridated drinking water. Mm-hmm. Um, and this article is updated in 2019. So some big cities are Tucson, Arizona. Really? Not Tusks, Tucson. Oh, Arizona. I definitely <laughs> pronounced it Tuscan a couple times. Well, in my head, and then I heard it pronounced, and I was like how's that spelled what it's the same right. word right nice. exactly um wichita kansas frenzo california uh, Albert- no fresno Friendzone, <laughs> california you know as i said that i was like "Ooh, that wasn't right <laughs> that was not right fresno california <laughs> uh i was too busy focusing on albuquerque because i wanted to say that correctly <laughs> so nice Okay, Albuquerque. Albu- Wait, really? Yeah, that's a huge. That Albuquerque takes up like so much of New Mexico. Like that is huge city. I know. Oh my gosh! Wait, um, my aunt and uncle live there. I hope their teeth are doing okay. Troy and Gabriella lived so, and that's why they acted so damn smart the whole time because <laughs> they weren't pulled down by that fluoridated <laughs> drinking water. Um. Okay, this next one shocked me. Portland, Oregon. No way. Yeah, and Portland's like super like you know hip and young and liberal like yeah so i would think they would like like believe quote in the like fluoridation of water yeah um and the last one is san jose california san jose california saint saint that's saint joseph um wow that is those are some big cities yeah also i found this interesting um hold on where did it say this Oh no, I lost it. Oh, sad. Okay, okay. Um, three major cities that don't add fluoride in the water, but they already have naturally occurring levels at or above the 0.7 milligrams per liter the CDC recommends to reduce decay. Those cities include Colorado Springs, Colorado, which is where all That's of this ironic. started. Yeah. Um, El Paso, Texas, and the one and only Jacksonville, Florida. Wait, where I'm consuming above the recommended levels? Well, they don't even add fluoride to your water. It's naturally occurring. Do they say what levels it's like it occurs at? It says um, at or above the 0.7 milligram per liter CDC recommend recommendation. Oh no, that's why I'm so stupid. <laughs> I've only lived here for two years. So yeah, I lived there for 18 years. I know that's why so. you're so stupid. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yep. Oh, Kelly, I thought you were just dropped on your head as a child. No. You've just been drinking the Kool-Aid. I just, it's just all the fluoride. All that fluoride. So, Savannah, yes. what are, <laughs> what are your hopes and dreams? Um, What are your thoughts? Do you think that fluoride in water is good for your teeth? Do you um, think it causes low IQs or other type of illnesses? Uh, my thoughts are, this is the most, I feel like this is one of the more easy to believe conspiracies we've covered besides yeah. like MK Ultra, which is a fact that it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like, you know, like the more I think about it, the more it, it is kind of weird that 
we all have to drink fluoride even if we don't want to yeah but I and personally we have to pay for it to right. be put in our water if we yeah. don't believe in it but also whatever. I'm a-okay with it and I have some shiny teeth thanks to it and some lower IQ <laughs> yeah yeah I mean it's it's hard because I feel like it's relatively new research I mean this all started yeah so and I think it's kind of weird or like messed up in a way that you like you said you have to consume it you have to pay for it even if you don't want it Mm -hmm. but what would be a better way like the salt fluoridation like they do in Europe I don't know I mean we could uh we could just I wonder if we could just put more fluoride in our toothpaste and mouthwash yeah Maybe, but, but then, then, like, when you when you have a water source that has naturally occurring fluoride, what do you do if there's not a right. water source? Like, right, exactly. Yeah. So it's all like kind of complicated, and I feel like they're not a great solution. But overall, I think I think we bring back the brown stain. Yeah, I mean, we've lived this long with fluoride in our water, and nothing like no mutations have happened. So yeah. Unless we're, like, collectively dumber than we were 100 years ago. Yeah, honestly, we might be. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. I thought it was the phones, but I think it's the fluoride. Yeah, definitely. Definitely the fluoride now. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, What a riveting episode. (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) riveting. Uh, No, actually, that was very... I thought it was interesting. I didn't know all of that, so... No, I knew... Obviously, I knew nothing (laughs) about that, because I thought it was a myth. (laughs) You're like, wait, there is fluoride in our water? I think I texted you that. I was like, did you know this? That's funny. They put what in my water? (laughs) Um, All right. Well, that's the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you didn't, Keep it to yourself. Yeah, don't tell anyone. If you didn't, we still feel so bad for you. Oh, poor Cry about it. We wasted 30 minutes. Oh, Oh, sad. Okay, so on that <laughs> note, um, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. Um, like and subscribe to us and follow our Instagram. And Do all the things. With Kelly and Savannah. Also, yep. like, tell a friend. Like, you know, I think really everyone really overlooks word of mouth. Yeah. Marketing. And, yeah. Uh, so your homework for this week is to tell one person about our podcast. Who and find out if your town has florida have florida yeah, so water. Two, you have two assignments um please send us your reports back nice um yeah and tell someone who doesn't know about the podcast because don't tell someone who already knows about it because there's no point in that or tell someone who who tried it and hated it and then try to convince them to like yeah it. tell force lock them in a room <laughs> and then just play this podcast over a loudspeaker until they go insane so yeah basically force them to hate it this is what what that sounds like (laughs) as long as they give it five stars (laughs) okay Uh, i think it's time to go to bed now okay (laughs) okay and we leave you with our favorite song my shiny teeth and me and as we like to say before wait before that we have to say our outro sorry i forgot as we like to say trust Trust no one Shiny teeth that glisten just like Christmas.